Welcome to Dollars and Cents for College Students, a multi-part podcast series that gives college students the knowledge and tools to handle their financial situation during and after college. Your host for this program is Professor Frank Longo of Centenary University School of Professional Studies. Please note that before making any financial decisions, please seek sound financial advice from a financial professional. And now, here is your host, Professor Frank Longo. Hello, and welcome to Dollars and Cents for College Students. Thank you for joining us. We recently discussed Ford Motor Company, also known as Ford, as part of our electric vehicle analysis. At the conclusion of that discussion, we said Ford's stock was interesting, but not a good purchase for the cautious investor at that time. We said we would watch it and keep you updated. Well, it's time for an update. A quick, it happened quickly. Ford's announcement on March 2nd is worth talking about. As a reminder, Ford's operations include its legacy or traditional business, that is, the manufacturing of vehicles powered by internal combustion engines, also known as ICE, and vehicles powered by electricity, EVs. Prior to our last discussion, There was a rumor that Ford planned to split the business up into two units by separating the ICE operations from the EV operations. The rumor went on to predict that stock in the EV unit would be spun off or distributed to the current Ford stockholders. The result would have been that stockholders would own shares in two companies. There are a number of reasons companies are spun off but mainly it's done to force the spinoff's management to focus better on operations. This often produces better operating results and higher stock prices. Well, Ford's management dispelled that rumor, there will be no spinoff. On March 2nd, Ford announced, rather than spinning off a unit, it will reorganize operations into separate divisions. The ICE division will be called Ford Blue, and the EV division will be called Ford E. The announced purpose is to put the EV business on a fast track to growth. Each unit will have different executive management teams and different goals, including different operating profit margins. The companies will report separate financial results, and that is significant, that you can track the separate results. These actions and this structure resemble that of spinoffs, but Ford will not spin off any division. Not yet. That could come later. I wouldn't expect a spinoff before the year 2023. That is when Ford expects to report the separate operating results, the separate financial results. A spinoff could occur even later since Ford doesn't expect to report profits from the EV business until 2025. There are advantages to keeping the ICE and the EV units separate, but under one roof, under the Ford roof. The EV business requires substantial capital investment and research, and that could keep profits down. But the traditional business, the ICE business, 
can still generate significant amounts of cash, and that cash can be used to finance EV growth. This seems like a smart course of action, especially since Ford announced it will increase spending for the electric business to $50 billion, an increase from the previously planned $30 billion. In effect, it would use free cash flow from the ICE unit to finance the electric vehicle operation. This saves interest costs that would come with borrowing, and it prevents a dilution of earnings that would occur if stock was issued for financing purposes. According to Wells Fargo analyst Colin Langan, the moves are good ones, and he said, and I'll quote, we view the news positively as it has strong industrial logic, and it will enable investors to separately value the money-losing EV business. The EV business is currently losing money. This demonstrates Ford's desire to speed up its development of the battery-powered business. Ford Chief Executive Officer Jim Farley recently said, we need the ICE business to generate cash and the EV business to focus on innovation. Farley previously said that his management team believed the automakers' EV and ICE businesses are underperforming on an earnings basis. Farley's comments imply that Ford would not do a spinoff until the EV unit is financed and profitable. Ford also indicated that the units will share technology and best practices. It sees value in the engineering and manufacturing experience of the legacy business that can be shared with the EV business. One of Mr. Farley's goals is to establish the Model E as a freewheeling startup, as he calls it. Its management will need that kind of mindset to take on Tesla and other innovators. He is looking to combine the entrepreneurial spirit required by the EV makers with what he sees as a cash cow in the legacy business. In effect, he's taking the best of the two separate worlds. By the way, Farley will remain CEO of Ford Motor and will serve as the president of Ford's Model E. Ford's new setup may be something of an indicator of how quickly or maybe more accurately, how slowly the EV business will develop. Clearly, Ford sees the market for internal combustion engines remaining for a while. The startups, including Tesla, have had difficulty in, de in developing a lower-priced EV. This could drive some car buyers to remain with ICEs due to affordability. In past shows, we discussed the rare earth minerals and the materials that are required by EVs. Most of those materials come from foreign countries, including China. Combine the source of the materials with the supply chain issues, and that could slow EV production. We also need readily available charging stations. And while they are planned, there could be difficulties in actually setting them up. So Ford's actions seem to prepare it to go in several directions. I like that possible flexibility, should it be needed. I'd like to clear, I'd like to be clear about the spin-off issue. 
spinoffs often unlock value for shareholders, but Ford doesn't need one at this time. It also has to develop value before it unlocks it. I see Ford's reorganization plans as sensible and positive, and analysts see that also. I view it as a step in the right direction, and I think it makes Ford a better company than it was during our last discussion. Something has clearly changed. The market agreed with this statement, as evidenced by the more than 7%, almost 8% stock price increase that occurred after the reorganization was announced. Let's get to the question. Is Ford a good investment now? I think it has a good plan, experience, and financing. Its plan makes it a better company today than yesterday, as I said. Ford has more research and development to do, and it is in a good position to do it. My concerns about buying Ford stock now are more about the state of the world and the state of the market than they are about Ford. World events, namely the Ukraine situation, are still very much unsettled. And depending how they turn, the stock market could turn with it and it could fall. Of course, interest rates, should they rise, could have a negative impact on the market. My bottom line is that I like Ford as an investment, having good potential. A cautious, long-term investor should probably give world events a little time to settle. If the market forces driven by world events cause Ford's stock price to drop a bit to around $15 per share, I would seriously consider buying it. Long term, it is a stock I would like to have in my portfolio. As always, we will keep you up to date on this interesting and company that's becoming even more interesting. Till the next time, stay calm, thoughtful, and purposeful. You have been listening to Dollars and Cents for College Students with host Frank Longo. The opinions on this series are those of the host. Before making any financial decisions, be sure to consult with a financial professional such as a certified financial planner. For more information, visit cfp.net.